Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out in the big, big wide world. This is Helena Steine Hornstein speaking to you yet again. And uh, the world is moving on, luckily. <laughs> I'm very lucky to be in this world at this time because I think if I were born, if I'd been born like hundred years ago, I wouldn't have enjoyed life, or I couldn't have enjoyed life the way I'm doing. Now, just think about traveling around the way we do, and being able to use all these tools. You know, think about a cell phone nowadays, where we can sit and talk to someone on the other side of our planet, and we can see them at the same time. It is a remarkable and wondrous world. It really is. And I'm happy to be in this world. And I'm very, very happy that you came to see me today or hear me, rather. And it might be happier, you know, might be funnier than you think because (laughs) as I connected with you all just about 25 seconds ago, I saw, oh, that's not the title I knew. I was going to have today. Where am I going with my life? So I have to whip up something here very, very quickly. Or maybe you can kind of just call in because this is, in fact, the live show today on this Saturday, the 9th of October. So if you're listening on the 9th of October and feel you are close enough or you're brave enough, you can always call me with some kind of question about your life, where you are going, and so on. So the guest call-in is area code United States, and that's 001 if you're in, the, if you're in Europe. Area code 516-418-5604. Again, my phone number here at Blog Talk Radio during my shows, this show and any other show, is area code 516 516- Four one eight five six zero four. So there you are. Happy that you are with me. So um, we are talking about where am I going with my life? Oh, there's such a you know. Right now, I was thinking about a young German man who contacted me. And he said, you know, I had one of those visions, like you describe in your book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. I saw something. And I said, oh, what did you see? I saw something. I imagined at least I saw something. And it was just light. And I got excited, you know, oh, this is so exciting. Oh, no, it was not. I don't. I refuse to believe in those things. I couldn't possibly have seen anything of what I saw. So he would not still tell me what it was. But then in the book, when I describe a very similar thing, and that was similar to, you know, it was also in Germany. So maybe these things happen more in Germany to young men than the other countries. What do I know? But here... In the book, you have about this young man. He was aiming at becoming a good baker in his village. And he went to training every day to learn the trade after he had left school. 
And during one of those walks, he met an angel. And he probably at the time didn't think about it as an angel, but this is what he thought about it as later on. And he heard the angel tell him, not exactly in loud words, but the angel told him that he was going to become a very famous doctor, a world-famous doctor. And then the angel disappeared into the light that it was surrounded by. And now this young man went back home and he just went back to his parents. He didn't tell anyone, but his life started to change. Kind of was drawn to the library and he started to pick up books on medicine and read medicine. And he got excited. And since he was a baker and he could think that, oh, maybe nutrition is something to do with, with our bodies and so on. So his brain wheels started to turn in a new way. And one thing led to the other, and yet another thing led to the other, and he got a scholarship to go to medical school. And he was good. He picked up everything quickly, and he took his exams, and eventually he became a doctor. And, you know, everything, one thing led to the other. And he did get his own clinic, and he did become world famous. So when we say that someone is telling you something, someone from a different dimension is telling you something, maybe this is just something that you have to pick up to make it easier to move forward on your path towards your success. And I truly, truly believe that we have been given a path before we were born. And somehow we chose to take that. And it's not necessary that that path was going to be easy for us. But there is a road somehow. There is a destiny for you. But now the tricky thing is, and this is the whole trick, that you can make changes. You have the free will all along in your life. You have the free will to move forward or to fall into the holes on your way or to stop as soon as you have a wall and to believe, oh, this wall is too high for me. I cannot get over this wall. So your mindset from the beginning counts in every way. What kind of mindset do you have when you start your day? Oh, I'm so miserable. I'm so miserable. Many people think that. And I remember my sister, who was my oldest, she was a specialized engineer. And when she got up in the morning, she always felt sick. And she went to a doctor. And no one could find anything wrong with her. And she went to many more doctors. And no one knew what was wrong with her. And eventually, one doctor said, oh, I think you're allergic to going to work. (laughs) I don't think you like going to work. So now she started to get, you know, treatment that way. And there was nothing physical. It was just in her mind. She didn't like to get out. She didn't drive a car. And this was in the city. So she had to take 
you know, street car, the tram, or she had to take uh, the subway. And, you know, of course, that's no fun. But, you know, that's the way you have to get about in a big city if you want to move forward in any way. So that was one of the things that she had to decide for herself where she was going to go with her life. And we have those blocks all the time that we are stopped by our own selves. You decide your fate. And I know someone else who wrote books and he was quite famous like a few years ago, and you know your name. But he said, oh, no, there is no plan. We just come here and we choose where we are going. Yeah and no. There is a sort of plan. But you do choose where you are going to go with your life. You are choosing if, how you're going to respond to your problems. It's just like getting married. You might be pretty well, you might be preset, you know, now I'm married. I'm going to start through this marriage. I'm going to live this marriage. I'm going to be happy in my marriage. But then you start to see, well, it's not that easy to be married. And now you choose not to be happy in your marriage. And you start to look for the faults. And the more faults you're, faults you're finding, the more you're still finding. <laughs> and in the end, all those negative things are getting much, much bigger for you. And you cannot overcome it. You just try to get out of the marriage. And once you're out of the marriage, oh, it's not that easy. Oh, people are, all men are so difficult. All women are so difficult. I don't like this. I must find someone who can be my way. But maybe that's not how things are. Maybe that everything should not be just your way. Maybe, as I say so many times to my clients, oh, it's up to me what's going to be. You know, it's up to you to decide your life. So where you are going, make a list. What would you like to have out of life? And we have to decide early on. It's very good to have a plan. You can break that plan, but have a plan and start to work towards that plan. And then you say, oh, this is not my thing. Get out of where you are. It happens. I know many people have given their life, you know, they have given hours and hours to studies on something. And once they were out in that field, they saw it was not right for them. I had a granddaughter who wanted to study medicine. And she did, but she said, no, I want to know all the chemical reaction about things. So she went into chemical engineering. And that's hard, really hard. You know that, you people who who out there having that kind of studies behind you. And then suddenly, after she had sitting down at the desk, I don't like to sit at the desk. I want to be out and see life from the beginning and became a firefighter. Can you believe a hotshot fighter and the pan, uh, you know, and, and to a paramedic, you know, to help people that way. 
And then she said, okay, now I have gained a lot of experience. It was not wasted time out there. So she has started, and I'm not even going to go into that one, but I think this is something that is very, very valuable for our time. And whoever now starts a new life, you go to college and you have to start a new life. You have to prepare yourself differently. This is not the way it was when your parents went to school, when you could go and study English and things like this and be happy with that. You have to get into something that now fits into our time, which has to do with, in a way, survival mode. And I say that nicely, not to scare you in any way. But we have to think about our future here on this planet, about the environment, how we are going to handle the global warming, for instance. And it's not only for us, but for our trees, for our grass, for our harvests, for our animals. And I have already been involved with this with the, through the European Union, how we have to program ourselves to handle the new times. So whatever you are, if you're a young person and you are a parent of a young person, you have to start to share this with them, that we are getting into new times and we have to go into new type of thinking. And that is how to make it like a survival mode for everything here. Now we have come to technology that is amazing. I think so. You know, when I was small, I couldn't imagine you could carry around a telephone and see someone in Japan you know, on the screen and talk to that person. It seems like such a science fiction. And this is what it means to have an open mind about your life. Everything is possible for you in so many ways. You just open your mind. And you know what I'm doing? There was no profession like this when I went to college. I was going to become a diplomat, I thought, to help the world that way. Little did I know that diplomats just act on, on the wishes of their government. I thought diplomats were the stars and they could create you know, good things and so on. Of course they can with skills and so on, but they still have to represent their governments and their king or queen or president or prime minister or whatever it is. And this is what life is about. We all have to fit in. So where are you going with your life? Yes, and now I come back to the core of the one that you are. Who are you? I'm sure you said that. What is it I want to do with my life? Where am I going? Everyone out there wants to be happy. I don't know anyone who wants to be sick and miserable and lonely. I have never come across anyone who really wants that. Yes, I come across people who are not married and they said, yeah, I have or, or don't have a partner of any kind. 
And I said, well, I've chosen this land. This is the way I want to have it. I have my cat or my dog and I have my work. I'm happy that way. Wonderful. And be happy that way. We are not the same, all of us. So enjoy your choices. That's great. But if you now live alone and you really want to be with someone, that is when you have to think a little bit more. And one of the first rules is that you should know like attracts alike. If you are a certain way, you attract someone who is the same way. So begin to surround yourself by your kind of people. And who are your kind of people? People who are the way you want to be. If you are sick, begin to surround yourself with healthy, happy people. And don't bring in your sickness and talk about your sickness with those happy, healthy people because you will not be able to stay among them. Don't talk about your sicknesses. Don't talk about your misery as the number one. Remember what comes first. And that's the foundation for my work. Follow the first commandment. Well, first commandment is about the same for all religions. And that is to honor that power, that highest power. To put that first. And then someone says, oh, I don't believe in God. Well, you know, if you say God, you have 50 different versions of that. I don't believe in the God I was told in the beginning. I don't believe in a man sitting up in the clouds peeking down at me and telling me what to do or, or deciding I was a sinner and then he, he tried to punish me. No, I believe God is being the light, the positive the good, the highest of all. And when you put that goodness, the light, the power of the good first in your life, you will begin to get a direction in your life. You really and truly will find a new direction because then you just go away from the darkness, go away from the blockages and say, ha, I think I got it. Yes. I had a point in my life when I didn't know where I was going. I was newly divorced. And that was something that was not that easy. I know some people just get divorced. For me, it took three years of fighting between two parties, between me and my ex-husband who is now in the heavens. Anyway, it took three years to settle all that. Actually, it was never settled, by the way. He wouldn't sign any settlement because this was a man who had been married several times and I was the first woman who actually, after a long, long marriage, um, you know, with child and dogs and all that, I was the one to walk out. And he couldn't handle that because he was the big leader. And I think most of you have heard about me talking about him. 
he turned into my biggest teacher. Not that he was teaching me a lot of things. No, but I had been. I had to teach myself how to get over a difficult partner and how to still maintain happiness and a good atmosphere in a home where there was one party who always was trying to dominate in every way. You can survive that. You just start your mindset to set the mindset that is of the highest good. I learned that. It was a wonderful piece of knowledge to have in your life. I had all the good things in life. You know, I had beautiful, wonderful private yard, beautiful homes, and you know, all the money. Everything was there and a glamorous Florida life with all the beautiful clothes and, you know, jewelry. It was a different kind of lifestyle. But I started to miss me, me, my highest self, that goodness of spirit that I, at that time, had lost and you have to go back to finding that spirit of light within you and once you find that spirit of light and goodness and love in you now you have established an anchor now you start to attract new people coming to you and you build up a new life and you will also see what are the essentials in your life make a list said, what is the most important? Is it money? You know, money is really important. You shouldn't make it the God of your life. That's it. Money is good because you can do so much good with money. And if you love money, it's okay. Don't put it first. Love, love and light first. And one thing I learned also, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it will not cure sickness most of the time. It pays for the best of doctors, but it doesn't necessarily cure you. Cure can come in the easiest of forms, and that is to start to live a life of love and light. Put the love and light first in your life. This talk now was very, very, very spontaneous. I really mean it, and I do really mean it. And when I go back to that time when I was not knowing where to go with myself, and I went to Sedona, to the mountains up in, in the, around Sedona, to to relax for a hiking. I am a nature person. You know, I like to hike. You, people wouldn't believe that when they saw them, me before with the long blonde hair and dressed up in the silver and gold. <laughs> but I love nature. I belong to nature. And once I'm in nature, I get inspiration. I feel well. So, of course, we are all part of nature. Nature is so important to us, that we get our healing from nature. Nature has actually provided all kinds of remedies for us to be well. 
And here we kind of ruin nature so much and instead just go away into the artificial world of the plastic and chemistry. And it's not what it's meant to be for us. We are meant to be part of nature. And nature is something we have to really care about because then we also care about us and our continued progress here on the planet. So when I was out hiking and I was sitting down and I was going to prepare for some kind of big uh, committee meeting in Miami, where I lived at the time, and um, I pulled out a big yellow pad like you have in the United States to write your notes on. And I sat there and just said, okay, let me now get inspired and I get all these notes for my committee meeting so I don't have to sit and think about it when I get back home. And I wrote, and I'm point one, point two, point three, and everything else. And then I was done after 10 points. And I looked down at the sheet of paper and I said, my, what is this? And I wrote about this and I put those points in my book, Constant Awakening. It was so amazing how I just sat there and channeled from a higher source of knowledge. And the number one point, which shall I call commandment, was you are one with the universal energy and you are to connect with it daily. Wonderful. If we could do that, you don't know where you're going with your life right now. Well, sit down and connect with this higher power, which is the light. And put yourself in this ray of light and allow this rays, little rays of light, penetrate you, your thoughts, your organs, your mind, your whole physical body. And if you do that every morning, or when you take your morning shower, you pretend that those rays of water, the streams of water, are streams of white light. And they are cleansing you. You will begin to come out of the shower newly refreshed and cleansed. And start a new day. Positively. Brush away those negative thoughts. Or whatever it is that you have chosen to put in your mind. And the number one message I got was, listen to your inner voice. This is how I speak to you. Who says that I? This is what we call the God power that lives within you. And it fits in so well with what people have found out through their lives And that is that you get those little inner voice messages when you're hardly awake in the morning. Oh, I have to do that. Oh, maybe this. And that idea disappears as you're having breakfast. But if you could remember that and even have a little notepad next to your bed in the morning and remember those first thoughts that come into your mind. That is of value. 
of something negative. If something negative comes into your mind first, you know, oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate him. How should I get rid of him? You know, his memory. That is also what you have to get rid of. Because if something comes up first thing, it means something is really, really bothering you in your subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is where you begin your future. What is in your subconscious mind is creating the direction of your new life. Yes, it is creating something very, very new within you. It collects information from all around you. You know, your subconscious mind is like a sponge. It picks up on your thoughts. It picks up on what you're hearing around you. It picks up what you are reading. It picks up what you're seeing on TV and listening to on the radio in the car. Picks up on everything. So now this is, it could be like a garbage can of stuff that's negative. But it could also be a treasure chest. So that's why it's so important that you, during your day, have good thoughts, good ideas coming through you all the time. Because now you're building up the soil for new seeds that you are going to plant. So easy. (laughs) Yes, it is easy. So I see a couple of calls coming in, but I'm not going to answer them because now I'm rolling. (laughs) And it's also getting to be almost for the meditation that I know so many of you like. And many of you, you just kind of go down to the meditation like right away. In the meditations, I usually have music. Now with Blog Talk Radio, the music quality is so bad. It doesn't flow right. So music is very important in your life as well. What I'm saying is tones, because the universe, has a tone. It has something that is a little bit more than just what we think stars and planets. The universe has a tone and that tone that we have in the universe is a harmony. It's a balance. And that is the tone that we actually are meant to have within us. When I work with my clients, and if you want to have a session with me, go to my email, drhelenainfo at yahoo.com. D-R-Helena-info, short for information, at yahoo.com, and just ask for an appointment. Or go to my website, Body Soul Connection, or my new one, Finding Your Inner Light. My websites were hacked for a while and vicious people. If you look at finding your inner light, you will see the picture that the hackers were using. And you see it comes from the United Nations and we were all speakers 
on Women's International Day at the United Nations. And that picture's been floating around for a long time. But I use that just for those people who saw my picture that they picked up from that and used it on my on my website with bad messages. But everyone is who they are, you know, so we are that is in my past. And that's another thing, you know, where are you going with your life? Don't look at the negative stuff. That's not you. Don't give power to anything negative. And that's another very good rule. Don't give power to the negative. Don't start fear. Don't start to build up fear in your life. So anyway, so the book Constant Awakening, which I think it's a really nice little book. And it's so it's only in English, but it's so easy to read. And I'll never forget that woman in Sweden who lived in the country and lived on the farm and she wrote me a message after a session she had had with me and I had told her to buy that book and she bought the book and she actually read the book and she sent me an email afterwards you know your session was wonderful and all this but you know you more or less forced me to buy your book, Constant Awakening. And you know, it changed my life. I didn't even know. I could understand English so well. But you know, everything about me, Helena, Steiner Hornsen, is very simple except for my name. Otherwise, everything I say is down to the point. It's easy, it's uncomplicated, straightforward, and directly from the heart. Another point I got is actually my sixth commandment here. Don't allow sickness, envy, bitterness, greed, or conditional love to control your life because this will weaken you. Isn't that a good rule? And people don't understand what you mean conditional love. Love is good, isn't it? I say conditional love is when you kind of said, I love you only if you're, wearing, if you're wearing high heels, my darling. That is how I want my woman to walk around. This is how I want you. And this is how I love. This is what I love about you. You know, that's conditional. Excuse me for saying so, but I heard those things from men <laughs> in Miami Beach. Uh, so, uh, and envy. Envy is a horrible thing, you know. That will bring you down. If you have someone out there, who has more than you have. And if you want to move forward with your life and you start to have envy and wish that that person doesn't have as much, it will bleed over to you. You will not be able to move forward. And if you're greedy again, then you just forget to to love yourself even. You have to love yourself in a nice way. A greedy person never loves herself or himself, never. They love money, they love power, they love control. And bitter, you know, I see people who want to start a new life after a divorce, you know, I've been there, and they're bitter about everything. No, any relationship has had good times and beautiful moments. Those are the ones you should treasure. And now move forward. Forget 
the darkness and just look at the love in your life and look at love and light in your life and look and see what is ahead of you because this world is full of opportunities. And I will stop with my talk right there. And thank you for being with me. And now we will have a little meditation. And it's always a channeled meditation. Always, always, always. And you begin to relax. And relax. And relax. You close your eyes. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. You take a deep, deep breath. And yes, you go deeper and deeper still. You feel at ease. Your whole body is relaxed. Completely, completely relaxed. You go deeper and deeper within you, into your many, many dimensions. And that within you, you have a light, a shiny light that is the God flame within you. I am of the light. You love the light. And now you relax your body and you lean back, feeling love and light in your heart. Experience the love and light in your whole body. I am not the light. I am a shiny light. You feel so free within you. And now, You have a wish. You have a wish for a sunny life, for good thoughts in your life, for happy, happiness, for happy happiness in your life. Ah, you relax. You imagine yourself on a beautiful, sunny and warm beach. You stand up and walk on the beach. You feel so alive, so relaxed. And you walk down to the water and allow the water waves to roll in over your bare feet. At that moment, you see a big light at the horizon. And suddenly, This big light at the horizon is exploding and rays of light are now finding their way towards you. And those rays of light are now finding your body, your mind. We are brushing away all blockages and now suddenly You turn around and you see a big, big forest in front of you. It came from nowhere. However, in your imagination, everything is possible. 
and you take another deep breath. And now, you feel light is streaming through you. Light is streaming over your shoulders, over your back, and we brush away all blockages. Yes, everything is being brushed away. And suddenly, you feel stronger. You feel taller. You feel you are able. You are able to do what you wish to do. Begin to tell yourself that you can. Yes, I can. I love life. I love me. I love all these many opportunities. And with your bare feet, you walk on this straight road through the forest. It's so smooth. It's almost warm, like nice, comfortable carpeting of green. And that color green is now entering the feet of your body and now going up your legs and into your physical body. I am a shiny light. You feel it and you know it. And you're so grateful that you have you and that you have the light. The light is always your best friend when your thoughts are positive and of the highest good. I am. Yes, I am. I now know that I would move forward in my life. My thoughts are going to be clean and happy and constructive to build up a good and happy and healthy life for me. And I will shine. I will shine and have this partnership with the light because I know now that the light is my very, very best friend. And you take a deep, deep breath. I feel and I know and I'm happy about me and who I am. And now when I count to seven, on the count of seven, you will open your eyes again. Number one, you feel so safe because you choose to only keep thoughts of safety, of security, of happiness and good health in your life. One, two, three, and you take a deep breath and you know Yes, you know who you are. You're a child of the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. And you take a deep breath and you smile. And now, come back to me sometime. Send me an email. 
at drhelenainfo at yahoo.com. Go to my new website, Finding Your Inner Light, and of course, the Body-Soul Connection. Those are perfectly safe to visit. They have security gates on them. They have been now so full of security. So there are a few websites that are so full of security. So everyone is protected to watch it, to come into the website, and to, to connect with me through the website. You can just go to those websites and that way also connect with me. Have a wonderful continuation of today and of your week and of your life. Thank you. This is Helena.